Section 37 of the Kerner Commission Report. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Report of the National Advisory Commission on Civil Disorders, Kerner Commission Report. Chapter 11 Police and the Community, Part 3 Community Support for Law Enforcement. A fifth major reason for police community hostility, particularly obvious since the recent disorders, is the general breakdown of communication between police and the ghetto. The contacts that do occur are primarily adversary contacts. In the section on police patrol practices, we discussed one basic aspect of this problem. Here we consider how police forces have tried, with varying degrees of success, to deal with three issues underlying relations with ghetto communities. Recruitment, Assignment, and Promotion of Negroes the Crime Commission Police Task Force found that for police in a Negro community, to be predominantly white can serve as a dangerous irritant. A feeling may develop that the community is not being policed to maintain civil peace, but to maintain the status quo. It further found that contact with Negro officers can help to avoid stereotypes and prejudices in the minds of white officers. Negro officers can also increase departmental insight into ghetto problems and provide information necessary for early anticipation of the tensions and grievances that could lead to disorders. Commission witnesses confirm these conclusions. There is evidence that Negro officers also can be particularly effective in controlling any disorders that do break out. In studying the relative performance of Army and National Guard forces in the Detroit disorder, we concluded that the higher percentage of Negroes in the Army forces contributed substantially to their better performance. As a result, last August, we recommended an increase in the percentage of Negroes in the National Guard. The need for increased Negro participation in police departments is equally acute. Despite this need, and despite recent efforts to hire more Negro police, the proportion of Negroes on police forces still falls far below the proportion of Negroes in the total population. Of 28 departments which reported information of this kind in a commission survey of police departments, the percentage of Negro sworn personnel ranged from less than 1% to 21%. The median figure for Negro sworn personnel on the force was 6%. The median figure for the Negro population was approximately 24%. In no case was the proportion of Negroes in the police department equal to the proportion in the population. A 1962 survey of the United States Civil Rights Commission, as reported in the Crime Commission Police Task Force report, shows correspondingly low figures for other cities. There are even more marked disproportions of Negro supervisory personnel. Our survey showed the following ratios. One in every 26 Negroes is a sergeant. The white ratio is one in 12. One in every 114 Negroes is a lieutenant. The white ratio is one in 26. 
one in every 235 Negroes is a captain or above. The white ratio is one in 53. Public Safety Director Murphy, testifying before the Commission, described the problem and at least one of its causes. I think one of the serious problems facing the police in the nation today is the lack of adequate representation of Negroes in police departments. I think the police have not recruited enough Negroes in the past, and are not recruiting enough of them today. I think we would be less than honest if we didn't admit that Negroes have been kept out of police departments in the past for reasons of racial discrimination. In a number of cities, particularly larger ones, police officials are not only willing but anxious to appoint Negro officers. There are obstacles other than discrimination. While these obstacles cannot readily be measured, they can be identified. One is the relatively high standard for police employment. Another is pay. Better qualified Negroes are often more attracted by other better-paying positions. And another obstacle is the bad image of police in the Negro community. There are also obstacles to promotion, apart from discrimination, such as the more limited educational background of some Negro officers. Recommendations the Commission recommends Police departments should intensify their efforts to recruit more Negroes. The Police Task Force of the Crime Commission discussed a number of ways to do this and the problems involved. The Department of Defense program to help police departments recruit returning servicemen should be fully utilized. An Army report of Negro participation in the National Guard and Army Reserves may also provide useful information. In order to increase the number of Negroes in supervisory positions, police departments should review promotion policies to ensure that Negroes have full opportunity to be rapidly and fairly promoted. Negro officers should be so assigned as to ensure that the police department is fully and visibly integrated. Some cities have adopted a policy of assigning one white and one Negro officer to patrol cars, especially in ghetto areas. These assignments result in better understanding, tempered judgment, and increased ability to separate the truly suspect from the merely unfamiliar. Recruiting more Negro officers alone will not solve the problems of lack of communication and hostility toward police. A Negro's understanding of the ghetto is not enough to make him a good officer, he must also meet the same standards as white officers and pass the same screening process. These requirements help create a dilemma noted by the Crime Commission. The need to develop better relations with minority group communities requires recruitment of police from these groups, groups handicapped by a lack of educational opportunities and achievement. To require that police recruits have a high school diploma sets a standard too low in terms of the need for recruiting college graduates, and perhaps too high in terms of the need for recruiting members of minority groups. To meet this problem, the Crime Commission recommended creation of a new type of uniformed community service officer. This officer would typically be a young man between 17 and 21, with the aptitude, integrity, and stability necessary to perform police work. 
he would perform a variety of duties short of exercising full law enforcement powers with the primary emphasis on community service work and while so serving he would continue his studies in order to be promoted as quickly as possible to the status of a police officer the commission recommends the community service officer program should be adopted use of this program to increase the number of negroes in police departments will help to establish needed channels of communication with the negro community will permit the police to perform better their community service function especially in the minority group neighborhoods and will also create a number of badly needed jobs for negro youths the standards of selection for such community service officers or aides should be drawn to ensure that the great majority of young negro males are eligible to participate in the program as stated in the crime commission task force report selection should not be based on inflexible educational requirements but instead should be made on an individual basis with priority being given to applicants with promising aspirations honesty intelligence a desire and tested capacity to advance his education and an understanding of the neighborhood and its problems an arrest record or a minor conviction record should not in itself be a bar to such employment the commission recommends the federal government should launch a program to establish community service officers or aides in cities with populations over fifty thousand eligible police departments should be reimbursed for ninety per cent of the costs of employing one aide for every ten full-time police officers we must emphasize however that recruitment of community service aides must complement not replace the efforts to recruit more negroes as police officers community service functions because police run almost the only twenty-four hour a day seven day a week emergency service they find it very hard not to become involved in a host of non-police services complaints about a wide range of matters from noisy neighbors and deteriorated streets to building code violations are at best only peripheral to police work because these are often not police matters and because police increasingly face serious shortages of manpower and money police administrators have resisted becoming involved in such matters this resistance coupled with the centralization and motorization of the police has resulted in the police becoming more distant from the people they serve recommendations the commission believes that police cannot and should not resist becoming involved in community service matters there will be benefits for law enforcement no less than for public order first police because of their front-line position in dealing with ghetto problems will be better able to identify problems in the community that may lead to disorder second they will be better able to handle incidents requiring police intervention particularly marital disputes that have a potential for violence how well the police handle domestic disturbances affects the incidence of serious crimes including assaults and homicides third willing performance of such work can gain police the respect and support of the community 
finally development of non-adversarial contacts can provide the police with a vital source of information and intelligence concerning the communities they serve a variety of methods have been devised to improve police performance of this service function we comment on two of special interest the first is the new york police department's experimental family crisis intervention program to develop better police response to marital disputes if results develop as expected this may serve as a model for other departments second neighborhood service centers have been opened in some cities these centers typically are established in tense high crime areas in easily accessible locations such as storefronts or public housing projects staffed by a civilian city employee as well as a police officer their task is to provide information and service putting a citizen in touch with the right agency furnishing general advice this gives the beat patrolman somewhere to refer a marital dispute it gives the local resident a clear simple contact with official advice it gives the police in general the opportunity to provide services not merely enforce the law the needed additional manpower for such centers could be provided by the community service aides recommended earlier or by continuing to employ experienced policemen who have reached the age of retirement community relations programs many police departments have established programs to deal specifically with police community relations the crime commission recommended a number of such programs and federal funds have been made available for putting them into operation although of great potential benefit the results thus far have been disappointing this is true partly because the changes in attitude sought by such programs can only be achieved over time but there are other reasons as was shown by detroit's experience with police community meetings minimum participation by ghetto residents infrequent meetings lack of patrolman involvement lack of attention to youth programs lack of coordination by police leadership either within the department or with other city programs more significantly both the detroit evaluation and the studies carried on for the commission show that too often these are not community relations programs but public relations programs designed to improve the department's image in the community in one major city covered by the commission's study the department's plan for citizen observers of police work failed because people believed that the citizen observer was allowed to see only what the police thought he should see similarly the police chief's open house an opportunity for discussion was considered useless by many who regarded him as unsympathetic and unresponsive moreover it is clear that these programs have little support among rank-and-file officers in detroit more than a year after instructions were sent out to establish such programs several precincts had still failed to do so other cities have had similar experiences on the command level there is often little interest programs are not integrated into the departments units do not receive adequate budgetary support nevertheless some programs have been successful 
in atlanta a crime prevention bureau has within two years established a good relationship with the community particularly with the young people it has concentrated on social services persuading almost six hundred dropouts to return to school assisting some two hundred and fifty hardship cases with food and work arranging for dances and hydrant showers during the summer working quickly and closely with families of missing persons the result is a close rapport with the community and recruits for the department baltimore and winston-salem are reported to have equally successful programs recommendations community relations programs and training can be important in increasing communication and decreasing hostility between the police and the ghetto community relations programs can also be used by police to explain new patrol practices law enforcement programs and other police efforts to reduce crime police have a right to expect ghetto leaders to work responsibly to reduce crime community relations programs offer a way to create and foster these efforts we believe that community relations is an integral part of all law enforcement but it cannot be made so by part-time effort peripheral status or cliche methods one way to bolster community relations is to expand police department award systems traditionally special awards promotional credit bonuses and selection for special assignments are based on heroic acts and arrest activity award systems should take equal cognizance of the work of officers who improve relations with alienated members of the community and by so doing minimize the potential for disorder however we see no easy solution to police community relations and misunderstandings and we are aware that no single procedure or program will suffice improving community relations is a full-time assignment for every commander and every officer an assignment that must include the development of an attitude a tone throughout the force that conforms with the ultimate responsibility of every policeman public service End of section 37. Recording by Maria Casper.